0: Hi, Gauri here. We've collected the best insights from the first 20 Knowledge Base Ninjas episodes into a clear and concise ebook. Simply send a blank email to ninja at bcast.email. That's ninja at bcast.email and it will be sent right back to you. Thank you.
1: Welcome to the Knowledge Base Ninjas Podcast. Where Gallery Ram Kumar of Document 360 finds the
0: best SaaS self-service knowledge bases in the world and then interviews their creators.
1: Let's get started with today's episode.
0: Good day everyone. Our guest today is Gideon Berensmer, technical writer at Sysense. Syssense is a business analytics software company. So welcome, Gideon, to Knowledge Based Ninjas podcast. How are you doing today?
1: I'm great. Thank you. And thank you for having me.
0: Fantastic. So great. So let's uh, get started by a quick introduction to yourself. And uh, please help me understand what's your business, uh, if you'd like to talk more about uh, your company.
1: Sure. So uh, I'm... uh, uh, located here in uh, Tel Aviv, Israel, uh, I've been doing technical writing and documentation um, for about uh, just over 10 years now. Uh, currently, as you mentioned, I'm at Sciense. Uh, we're a BI analytics uh, company. Uh, we're a full stack BI analytics company. Um, and so what that means is you know, we enable our users to connect to their data sources, so SQL databases, CSV files, whatever, bring that data into SciSense, model the data, and prep it and then create dashboards for their end users. Uh, So once uh, a dashboard's ready, a a common use case are uh, sales uh, managers, for example, who want to know what their quarterly revenue is year after year. And so we, uh, uh, no matter where their data is located, we enable them to be able to create dashboards uh, to enable their end users to get that kind of business intelligence information.
0: Fantastic, very interesting. Uh, So Shed, please let me know, how did you initially got into documentation?
1: Sure, so uh, originally I'm from the US, uh, though I studied in England, uh, so I've been bouncing around the world for a while. Um, I studied actually politics and uh, philosophy, but uh, while I was studying at university, I was also troubleshooting network uh, issues for students uh, for for the university. And so I had a bit of a technical background already, and I was studying liberal arts. And so when I came to Israel, um, Israel has a booming high-tech industry. And so there was a huge demand for technical writers. And given that I had, you know, uh, some, like a mixture of liberal arts and, you know, technical information, uh, it was a natural fit. Uh, and once I moved here, I also moved into an area with a lot of, you know, uh, technical writers who were ex-Americans or ex, uh, Brits. Um, and a lot of them had actually moved into documentation. So it actually just kind of, you know, fell in, fell into my hands that way.
0: All right. That's great. That's great. So, uh, as a process, how would you define your documentation process and who do you normally get involved in it?
1: Okay, so this is actually interesting. Um, uh, you know I've worked in several companies, and uh, I've been under several different departments, so I've been under support, I've been under marketing, and uh, currently I'm sitting under product. Um, initially, I was a bit skeptical about working under a product um, because I'm used to documentation having a role of uh, like a tier zero in terms of support. So typically, um, I worked under uh, departments where my job was to reduce incoming tickets uh, uh, for support, uh, support agents. And so when I came under product, um, I didn't really have that role, uh, specifically, um, since joining uh, uh, the product team, though, it's like I've been introduced to some of the advantages of it, which is I'm introduced to the uh, features that we're developing and the product that we're developing a lot earlier. So whereas other companies, if I was under support, I would kind of get the feature after it already been developed or you know, was very close to being you know, completed. Now I'm in involved much earlier in the process. So I work with the product managers who, you know they speak to their customers, they define the requirements. I then work with the UX team. And as I'm working with the UX team, uh, we're writing the microcopy, all the tool tips, the error messages, the, the text you see in the UI. And at the same time, we're also learning about the feature. So once you know, we get all the information from the, product, uh, uh, the relevant product manager and uh, some other SMEs that might be involved, um, I you know, complete the microcopy, and then I start working on the actual documentation. And so I'm involved much earlier in the process, and it gives me a lot more uh, influence into features. So, uh, maybe if I was in a different position um, and the feature was already ready, I would say, hey, this, this text doesn't look good. We need to fix this. And now, because I'm involved much earlier, I can, you know, raise those red flags a lot earlier. And it uh, gives me some, um, some say in the user experience that, uh, uh, that our users have.
0: All right. That looks very, uh, very structured, um, Gideon, to be really honest. <laughs> Fantastic. So, in terms of important factors, what what do you consider apart from making sure you're talking to all the relevant team members uh, for, for, while creating a docu- documentation for your SaaS business?
1: Okay, so all of our documentation uh, is online, and so there are a few things that are really important. So, one of the main ones is uh, searchability. Um, you know, like I review Google Analytics, I see information about our users, and seventy um, percent of my audience. Are returning users to the site, so you know. Based on that, I assume they're not looking to you know come into the site and read a whole you know long table of contents and you know uh, select through all these uh, topics that I have. Rather, um, uh, they're searching for something specific. You know, they have a certain problem that they want to fix, and um, uh, the search that we have at SciSense is integrated with uh, Google, so everything's indexed uh, through Google. So you can get to our site by uh, by just uh, googling uh, you know sciense documentation and then arriving and finding whatever you need or you can also come and use the search functionality that we've added uh, into the documentation which is also indexed by Google so whenever I'm writing documentation I have to keep in mind um, that uh, the user needs to be able to find it through internet search um, and so to, to do that, you know, I'm speaking with the SMEs, I'm speaking with the product managers who spoke to the customers when developing a feature. Uh, and I'm also going through support tickets. Um, so, you know, I have a, like a support agent account myself. And so in the mornings, you know, when I'm, you know, just getting into the office and warming up, uh, I can go through support tickets and see what kind of trouble customers are having. I can see, you know, that they were looking for some sort of yeah, uh, they were looking for some sort of topic and they couldn't find it. And so what I can do there is also grab keywords that I can put into the documentation, I can put them into the title, I can put them into the main body of the text. But um, so one of the big things with the online documentation is searchability, because if your customers can't find it, given the, yeah you know, the vast amount of documentation we have, it's, you know, it's, it's really difficult. Um as our documentation is online, you know another important thing is you know, obviously just keep it up to date. Um, these aren't PDFs we're you know shipping out to customers. These uh, the documentation is being used every single day. I, I see you know thousands of users coming into the site per month, and so the documentation, of course, needs to be up to date. And one last thing, you know, because the documentation is online, uh, it has to be concise. Um, it has to get straight to the point. You know, there's no real marketing uh, content in my documentation. Mm. Uh, I, I keep the, I keep the content very, very focused because people, you know, if they're already searching the site, chances are they're trying to fix something and they're probably already a bit frustrated anyway. Um, or they're a bit confused. So either way, they're not looking to, you know, read tens and tens of pages of content. They're looking for something very specific and, you know, that's, you have to keep the content very concise.
0: Very true. Very true. So you don't want to add too many things, but come to the point precisely. Fantastic. Exactly. Super. So you being in on, uh, on, online documentation and given the nature of your business, uh, how, what role does documentation have in your customer success or uh, service strategy?
1: Okay. So um, again, because I'm under product, it's a bit different. Uh, when I was under support, um, uh, at other companies, again, my, my job was just reduce tickets, you know, give documentation, help the uh, the users, you know, reduce tickets. Um, again, because I'm under product, my, my role is, uh, it's a bit twofold here. So on one side, I am also trying to reduce tickets. You know, customers, again, <laughs> are looking to troubleshoot something. So I am, you know, measured against that uh, as well. So I need to reduce tickets, help customers solve problems and try to prevent, you know, uh, try to enable customers to be able to do whatever they need to do by themselves. Uh, on the other hand, because i 'm also working for product, um, the product managers want to push their features uh, they want to you know, promote them, uh, they want to make it easy for a customer to get a hold of it, to learn about it, and then implement it so um, the other side of uh, what i 'm doing now is trying to make the documentation really as uh, uh, sufficient as possible, so a customer can just come to it, read get all the information they need, and be able to deploy SciSense or you know provide analytics to their end users. So, mm-hmm. uh, my strategy is again twofold. One is reduce tickets, and second is enable our customers to be able to use SciSense.
0: Great. So, uh, so just continuing that topic. So, what kind of reduction in workload have you seen since introducing a quality documentation?
1: Okay. So we we just recently started measuring uh, the like the amount of tickets that are being generated by documentation. Um, so our support agents here at sysense they now have uh, flags that they use. So if there's um, uh, any sort of ticket generated that could have been prevented by documentation or even worse, that was caused by uh, documentation, um, you know, those, uh, those tickets now are flagged. Uh, we just implemented this recently, so we haven't started measuring it uh, um, so much yet. Mm-hmm. All um, right. uh, In addition, though, you know... Um, uh, you know, my company didn't have. I was the first technical writer here, uh, really, and so um, a lot of the documentation that was, you know, that was written was written by developers or written by you know employees in other departments, and so it was very, um, uh, very topic based. And so, uh, if you saw like a feature in the UI, there was documentation for it. But um, Sciense is it's a it's a very deep product, and so uh, there are certain features that aren't necessarily present in the UI. Uh, for example, if you want to migrate your Sense to another environment or something like that, uh, there isn't really a button in the UI that does that. And so, I've prepared the documentation so it's more task-oriented. And so, we tried to you know, reduce the amount of tickets through task-oriented documentation as opposed to topic-oriented documentation. And so, uh, since I've been here, we've covered most of those issues and closed those gaps. So, uh, right now, we're like uh, moving on to the more advanced topics that the, our customers are facing. So very specific, complicated uh, use cases, and uh, now we're trying to, you know, uh, uh, provide a, or create a content audit and kind of identify where we still have gaps in our documentation, and then and then we'll take it from there.
0: Fantastic. So, how big is your team now? Uh, just out of curiosity.
1: OK, so uh, at the moment, it's just myself. Um, we used to have another writer um, who, who recently left. And so we're currently hiring one more. And then I'm hoping by the end of the year, we'll add an additional writer. So we'll, we'll be a team of three.
0: Oh, fantastic. That's nice. That's nice. Um, so uh, I, I'm sure uh, this is something you might be um, uh, thinking as well. So how do you think a documentation team be incentivized? Sorry? uh incentivized how do you think a documentation team could be incentivized
1: no i, I didn't understand
0: oh okay uh, all right so um or uh, how do you and your team work with the product team
1: ah okay so um uh the way we uh, previously worked uh, with the product team is um uh we built, we we split the work uh, in such a way that uh, we were working with the same product managers, uh, and so we were very focused, and we specialized in uh, different areas of the product. Um, SciSense is a full stack solution, and so there, it's um, we have a lot of different user types. So we have uh, developers who are using sense We have BI uh, analysts who are using the uh, B, uh, are using sense We have um, uh, pretty uh, simple end users who are just you know just wanting to look at dashboards. Um, so there's a lot of different users that use SciSense, and so what we typically did was we we split the the work between the uh, between us in such a way that we were specializing in very specific areas. And then, you know, uh, gradually, like you know, maybe every six months, nine months, something like that, we would shift uh, just, you know, so we could mix things up and, you know, not have to look at the, the same information over and over. It also mm-hmm. provided a way to kind of improve the documentation because, you know, once you start looking at the documentation over and over again, it's, it's, you know, it's hard to find your own mistakes. And so uh, by rotating, you know, by specializing and then rotating, um, it, uh, it, it, it uh, basically kept things fresh.
0: Fantastic. And uh, do you think uh, um, it is possible to determine a direct ROI from an investment in your knowledge base?
1: Um, so this is actually interesting. Um, uh, I'd never come across this before. Um, but uh, we, we have uh, some organic traffic that actually comes to SciSense because we're indexed through Google. And so um, we actually have generated a few customer leads. From people who came to the documentation looking for something else, uh, looking for some sort of BI specific term, and then they ended up at our documentation somehow, and they actually converted to Sciense customers. Um, yeah, it doesn't happen very often, but you know, uh, to be able to see documentation generate uh, or turn a lead into a customer is you know, is, is amazing. Um, uh, we've also um, we've also you know again we've seen. Uh, We've tried to see a reduction in the amount of tickets that were generated. But uh, again, we just started measuring that. So it's, it's hard to provide a specific ROI on that. But ideally, you know, um, if we do see a reduction in uh, tickets, maybe that would lead to a reduction in support, uh, support engineers that we have. But, um you know, it will take some time before we get the numbers to really kind of develop that
0: absolutely absolutely well said uh, gitian and uh, how often do you update your documentation or how often do you think one should update their documentation
1: okay as the documentation's online uh, i update it quite frequently um, uh, i can push uh, several different versions of it you know a week uh, and publish you know multiple versions a week um, uh, uh, one of the things I did uh, at SciSense was I added a feedback button to all the pages in my site. And so over the last year, um, I've gotten 600 or so emails, you know, from customers. Now some of them are small things like, you know, maybe add a comma here or some of them have been quite large, you know, saying this, this topic wasn't clear to me. And so uh, through that, um, I've been able to, you know, uh, like improve the documentation.
0: mhm Fantastic. Now, you did mention that you do generate organic uh, search traffic uh, because you're indexed in Google. So, is there any particular article or category you focus more, or or have you seen a pattern there?
1: No, no, not really. There was one very specific topic that is uh, strictly related to BI, uh, called uh, chasm and fan traps. It's uh, it's just a, it's a BI topic, not specific to SciSense. And uh, some of our customers weren't, um, it's, it's a data modeling issue. And so we wrote a very short article about it just to help customers you know, who weren't familiar with it, uh, kind of a best practice article. And so uh, for some reason, we were at the top of Google for it. <laughs> and, uh, um, and we've actually, uh, the two uh, leads that we generated in the documentation came through that article.
0: Fantastic, great, great. Um, so I think uh, that kind of uh, takes us to the next round, which is the rapid fire round. Mm. So let's let's start. Who have you learned the most about documentation from in your career?
1: Okay. So, uh, right now the, 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 big one that comes to mind is, uh, Tom Johnson, uh, his, uh, documentation blog, I think is, is a must read. Um, and when I interview other technical writers, you know, um, I ask them, you know, what kind of, uh, what are they looking at, uh, uh, when they try to improve their career, uh, career when they're trying to advance. And I always ask them, is that one of the blogs you read? Or if, if they don't know it, I mentioned it to them, just, you know, even if they don't work with us at SciSense, you know, it's definitely one of the, the must read blogs. Uh, uh, the information there is, is, you know, uh, the, the, there is no value on it. It's, it's amazing.
0: All right. Great. So can you share a documentation related resource you have consumed recently?
1: Okay. um, Yeah, one is uh, it's uh, Mark Baker's book called uh, Every Page is Page One. It's uh, topic based writing for technical communication and the web. So it's a great book. It's um, uh, it's uh, designed to help write uh, concise, searchable content. And so the book provides. uh, uh, He has this documentation theory called Every Page is Page One, where customers can you know they're supposed to be able to come into your site, get all the information on a single page. So, you know, again, the information has to be searchable. It has to be concise, uh, the kind of things I mentioned earlier. And so his book gives a good description about how to do that and how to implement it into your documentation.
0: Nice. So what is that one piece of documentation related advice you would give to your 20 year old self?
1: Sure. Um, the actual, the best advice, uh, is actually something I took from Tom Johnson's blog, which is, uh, uh, adding feedback, um, Uh, to your documentation. Uh, Open as many channels as you can to get feedback from your customers. It's really, uh, because of all these uh, suggestion feedbacks that I've gotten, I've learned so much more about how my customers are using SciSense and how they're using my documentation. And it's really, you know, it's improved my documentation uh, tremendously. You know, on a on a micro level, you know, it's, my documentation's cleaner, you know, with uh, fewer grammar issues or typos, things like that. And on the macro level, it's helped me, you know, fill in gaps that I had in my documentation. So if I could go back, you know, I would say the first, you know, my 20-year-old self, the first thing you need to do is get feedback from your customers. Uh, do it however you have to, but, you know, you have to open as many channels as you can to get feedback.
0: Fantastic. That's nice. <laughs> Super. So, thank you, Kitian, for sharing your unique experience and your journey. So, I would like to highlight a couple of points that you uh, that we just spoke uh, about your uh, involvement in documentation. So, you being a first technical writer, um, uh, reducing support tickets, and of course, making your customers uh, use the product is of your topmost priority, which is which is very well said. And uh, I I really appreciate the way you involve every single. Uh, team in um, making your documentation meaningful and useful ultimately to to your customers. So it's all it's all very nice to hear. And once again, I appreciate the time you spent with us today. Is there anything else you would like to add to the podcast, uh, Gideon?
1: No, no. I think you I think you covered it. it was really nice.
0: Fantastic. Thank you. Uh,
1: thank you. Uh, take you yeah. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Knowledge-Based Ninjas podcast. Please head to
0: iTunes, rate, and provide honest feedback on the podcast. See you next week.